When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopets Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopetspod.com. And we're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Joe Glassford, come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review. Five, just like LeBron James 50. If you can give us 50 likes, that's even better. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the great guys at Lakerholics.com, plus also the great guys at Lakersball.com, plus our good friends at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Big shout out to V Garcia. He's already on the chat board. Please, if you're watching, Please go ahead and join him today on the chat board on Facebook. It's truly appreciated. And also, a big shout-out to all of our YouTube viewers. we got a regular crew that watches our YouTube videos each and every time out. We just truly appreciate it. But for the Lakers, I'll tell you what. Going into tonight's game, they were going to be reminded, as they have been all season long in regards to the Russell Westbrook trade, because that's all anybody has been talking about in Los Angeles has been Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, and his play this season. And tonight's game was just another indication of what kind of things could have happened and could have been had the Lakers not done the trade that they did or maybe did something else like the Buddy Heel trade for Sacramento, just basically kept some of the players that they had before on the Lakers team. And unfortunately, they traded some away. Two-thirds of that trio that was traded away came back home to the Crypto.com arena tonight in Kyle Kuzma and KCP, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, as part of the Washington Wizards as they faced off against the Lakers. And in the first half, they looked pretty good, and they looked like they were going to go ahead and be another game for the Lakers that, unfortunately, we would regret as they were down by six and just not playing any good defense at halftime. But in the second half, the roles reversed, and the Lakers really started to look like a team that was on a, the up climb. So let's hope this is a good omen for them because they really look strong. But most of all, LeBron James came to play once again. As I guess he must have taken it personally how bad he played in Houston because he sure played with a vengeance today. 50 points, just tremendous shooting all around. I'll tell you what, whether he was behind the line, 6 of 9 from 3 or 18 of 25 overall, Eight from eight from the line. He was very good at the line. Also seven rebounds and six assists. Only three turnovers. Just truly one of his best performances of the year. And he basically carried the team to a 122-109 to victory in a tremendous second half for the entire team. Good defense all around in that second half. Malik Monk chipped in with 21. Austin Reeves with 12. Six of 10 shooting, although over four from three. Russell Westbrook, again, reminded us about all the things that went on as far as his season is concerned with 2-for-11 shooting. Did get 9 assists, but only 5 points. 7-16 of for THT, 15 points for him. So overall, a decent game for the Lakers, especially in that second half. And here today to talk about the game first up. First man up is a good man indeed. you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today 
at LakersBall.com. He is Ox1947. It is none other than Joe Soro. And Joe, great to have you here. First off, I want to go ahead and thank you so much for watching and listening. Also as well, I want to thank everybody for being on the chat board. V Garcia, Johnny Blade, Teodolfo, just can't thank you so much for going ahead and big, giving us a big shout out on there. Also as well, big shout out for the thumbs up from all and V. But Joe, again, we're here. But this time, for a good reason, after LeBron James hits the big 50 once again. I didn't think LeBron had a bad game in uh, Houston. Oh, he had uh, a terrible game in Houston. I, again, I'm, I'm not – we have to kind of be reasonable still. You know, I do get on LeBron a little bit, but there's also some fairness here. He would tell you he had a lousy he, game. He did, but he could have rectified it just by, you know, laying it up. But, uh, again, he, he came back today or tonight and showed – showed who he was and why he's a an all-time great uh you're not expecting him to make every shot like he did tonight it felt like you know that's that's a a bonus if he's doing that they're obviously going to have a very good chance at winning but I really really enjoyed watching a a fairly mistake-free game and I, I I'll I'll get to Westbrook at the end here because I want to I want to kind of savor the the the, the goodness of, of the of the of the game. I think they had like five turnovers after three. Yeah. I, I thought that was uh it just felt good. It felt good that they 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 actually were able to just do the basics, you know. I just want I just want you guys to not do dumb things when you don't have to. Um if the other team is playing stout defense or you're dealing with a, a Kevin Durant or a a Kyrie Irving or, you know, uh, a Joel Embiid, you know, that's a different story. But when you're playing a team like the Washington Wizards, who none of them warrant in any way a double team, then you need to be, you know, very smart in how you handle the ball and how you well, guard. Well, maybe Perzingis per just because of the fact that the Lakers had no height, especially with Dwight Howard out of the lineup tonight. Well, again, Porzingis, I, you know, I, I feel bad for him. His, his body just does not want – it's not made to play in a 82-game NBA season. Uh, if he could, oof, he would be – he would be he would be a force. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't even – he would – I'm trying to think who he would remind me of. I mean, he, he, he could be a Ralph Sampson type had he – if his body could, could handle it. And, again, Ralph did play a few years where he was extremely effective and then his body broke down and – it's just sad because he he's he is skilled. He just his body just won't let him do what needs to get done. I love that twin tower setup in Houston with him and Elijah Wan. Yes, it was, and again, it it only was for such a short time though. Yeah, yeah. again, it's it's it, it was working for a little bit there where yeah. Reeves ended up on him a lot, <laughs> but but Reeves got him at the end. Reeves yeah. distracted him enough to to miss that last shot he was making. But it was it was a it was you know they were down by six at one point and we kind of. I was I was just trying to be just funny today on on on, on game time just to kind of loosen up the loosen up the crowd and we all you know all our banter is really really fun and you know easy we're talking about pizza and, and breadsticks and things like that just to kind of so keep I some saw. levity yeah I know you saw and and then again all of a sudden it turned into this okay LeBron I think is deciding that he he really wants to win this game especially considering the Pelicans lost. So if the Lakers can, you know, maybe win two two games a week instead of one, maybe we might be able to get into the play-in. And here I'm talking positive. I can't believe it. But if, you should if AD, on a night like tonight. Well, again, if AD comes back. And, again, we've we seen the number win on Fridays too, so that's another surprise. We ended up winning on Friday, uh, Friday night. It's, it, it is – it is intriguing a little bit now that we've seen LeBron have a 56-point game and a 50-point game in the same week. I would dare I say that if, if if AD can at least get something going by the time they get into the play-in, should they make it? I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like Laker Tom now. Of course, you can say it. Would the team be? Would the team they play be a little? scared maybe i don't no, know nobody wants to play us in the first round it, you, you might to play that i think LeBron. you're right 
I that think you're right. Of LeBron. Yeah, that this LeBron, if Le, you know, I'm I'm trying to figure out now. Okay, can we just get in the play in and just maybe kind of hold LeBron back just a little bit more so that when he really gets into the playoffs, then it's like, okay, LeBron, just do your thing and just pray to the gods that AD can stay healthy throughout the playoffs. So yeah, it, it's it was a great night, a great night of pizza. A great night of Coke and breadsticks and Laker ball and hanging out with friends. And I was I was even more excited towards, you know, the two-minute mark when I knew that we were going to win. I was like, oh, good. Now I can get onto the – I can get onto the show and actually smile a little bit. Absolutely. Because you don't look like you're going to have a headache today. But it is the Lakers once again victorious with a strong second half, 122 to 109. Gerald Glassford here along with Joe Sorrell and the guy behind Lakerholics.com. Please go ahead and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom. And before I get to you, Laker Tom, I just want to mention B Garcia is in our chat. AK47 Joe, he's always always giving you love as well, Laker Tom. So he I guess does have, he, yeah, he does have that gangly type body. Uh, yeah, but I don't know about AK47 was a beast. Yeah, Porzingis does in a way does remind a little bit of Andre Carolink, a little bit taller version per se. But V Garcia says, Laker Tom, he's your guy. My gosh, I feel like pom poms should be put out. You know, Laker Tom, he's our guy. If he can't do it, no one can. It's Laker Tom. But Laker Tom, again, a a great game once again for LeBron. But the same questions remain as they did on Saturday when LeBron hit for 56. Is that is this what we need? in order to win a game right now for the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, I think, I think at this point in time, I, I predicted a, when he did the 56-point game that we would see a flurry of 40- and 50-point games. You did. And LeBron, and LeBron would carry us. I caveated that entire thing with hoping that he wouldn't end up with an injury like Kobe did when he was carrying us trying to get into the playoffs. So, well, let's hope that knee is going to be okay. You know, it's, it's, it's worrisome, but at the same time, it's, it's great to see LeBron bounce back, especially after being accused of, uh, of having pulled the Ben Simmons in the last play of the regulation time. This was a masterful performance. I mean, some of the shots that LeBron made in this game were just unbelievable. And yeah, he's definitely lost a little athleticism. Definitely... Probably the injuries are a few more and a longer duration than they used to be. He's more dependent um, on the three-point shot, and and he, he is shot, dependent yeah. upon the three. He is dependent upon the three-point shot. You're absolutely right, Gerald. But man, LeBron's adjusted his game. To, he's a yeah. volume three-point shooter now. You know, and if he can shoot free night. throws like that, if and he can shoot free throws, yeah, my gosh, yeah, yeah and you're eight. not. You're actually not. You're actually not cringing when LeBron goes up to take the technical free throws you know it's uh exactly it it's fine he might be yeah, he's, he's approaching getting close to being an 80 percent free throw shooter and that's the point the point is if he if he does the you know if he makes his free throws and doesn't turn the ball over this is yep. this is the result we're not expecting him to and, shoot and if he could get his calls because you know he's leading the league in scoring when you take out free throws i think he might he might be able to get it he actually it's, might be able to get it. It's possible. I mean, I know he had to average 31.2 in order to um, in order to beat Carl Malone. But, That's you know, coming next. It could be next week he can do it. Yeah. Oh, the all-time. Like, I was talking about these. Well, he wanted to average 30. He wanted to average 30 for the season. That's what he was trying to do. But, you know, the when he comes to a game like this, here's what – here's, you know, there was a, there was a great article by Jovan Buha for the athletic where he listed basically what he expected the rotation to be the rest of the way. Assuming that AD and LeBron were starting, you know, he was basically saying that it was going to be Russ Monk and Reeves uh, starting lineup and then filling out from there. And when you looked at the players that were in the rotation, it was obvious that there were three guys who are going to have to perform really well. Stanley Johnson, Taylor Horton Tucker and uh, Carmelo Anthony. And if those three guys could perform well consistently, um, you know, we would have a we 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 would have a good chance if if and it's the big one if LeBron and AD were both healthy and engaged and and ready to play in the playoffs. So, you know, at this point in time, I think all of us are realistic enough to know that that's a, pretty much a pipe dream. It's a miracle, but you know, hey, if 
it's better than not having a chance at it. You know, if he's still got a puncher's chance, he's still got to go in there. And there's encouraging signs to see. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker had a great game tonight, defensively yes. and offensively. And Monk shot lights out. Reeves continues to show what a savvy, smart player he's going to be and, and what he is already. Stanley Johnson didn't score a lot of points, but he was in a, a lot of key plays and had one of the best plus minuses on the team. And LeBron, who's basically, we aren't winning the minutes when LeBron is on the court, which tells you how badly we must be doing when LeBron's off the court. And LeBron was led the team, you know, tonight. This was this was a great game and is exactly what we needed. Let's hope we can have a good showing on Sunday. And I'd like to see, you know, I mean, the way that things are looking for the Lakers right now, if you were to predict who was going to be the number one seed and who was going to be the number eight seed in the Western Conference, it, for that matchup, it looks like it could be this Sunday's matchup. The Lakers versus the Phoenix Suns. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I don't feel like that people have done that as much, especially with this international release. You can get it out there right now. I know you can get it out there, but it, it feels like this time last year, people have just been like, oh, you can get you the Here's cell phone version yeah. that was taped somewhere where it's like, you know, shell shaky <laughs> has some dude or some family that's walking right in front of you as they're climbing their seat with the popcorn already in hand. No, you know, come on, that, really? yeah, that version is already available. Yeah. But I mean, like with a mono I, sound. There you go. Oh God. Yeah. That's, that's the worst part. You only get sound in the left ear, yep. not the right ear. Something like that. You can find that version already if you really want it. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Joe, I do want to make mention before I get it back to you, I want to pay my compliments to Greg Popovich of the Spurs. I know Spurs, Gross, especially V. Garcia here, but we do got to acknowledge that he did become the all-time winningest coach tonight, so compliments to him on that. I'll keep it at a short as a, at a, as a minimum because I know V. Garcia, who is in the San Antonio area, does not like the San Antonio Spurs, so I'll keep it at that. But all respects to Greg Popovich on that. V. Garcia also says if Russ was really engaged and willing to do what the Lakers want and need to win, he would let Vogel send him off the bench. It just no, at this no. point, it's it's a, a little bit perplexing on what's going on with Russ because you could hear the boo birth again and the shot choices were. I heard, I saw you guys in the chat. You guys know what's going on with Russ. So I mean, your thoughts. I mean, today was a representation. You had two players on the other side. KCP didn't give you much today. You know he's either on or off again, but he's supposed to provide more on the defensive end. But Kuzma, despite his poor free throw shooting. Still, you see the development there as a player as a little bit more consistent version than what you're getting right now with Russell Westbrook. Well, again, KCP and Kuzma are are phenomenal role players. If they're around guys like AD uh, and LeBron, they're 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 well. You they're, saw it results. Their their talents are, are 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 more. You know, I guess I should say uh, that they're more needed. But if they don't have that, then. You know, you can't expect them to be those guys day in and day out, game in and day out, game out. So, you know, you look at guys like uh, Malik Monk. Malik Monk will have a 21-point game every maybe three or four games, maybe once every, you know, pretty much. Uh, Reeves is going to put in the effort, get you about 10 and 12. You know, you can't expect these guys to – they're not those kind of players. They're role players. Same with THT. One thing I did love about THT today that I hope he can do regularly is – I just thought he was phenomenal with his ball handling. He had a play, uh, was it the early fourth quarter, I think it was, where he looked like Scottie Pippen. I mean, he was right, left, and then took the ball away. Actually, it was more like Ron Artest. And I was just like, whoa, that was really nice to to see. I'm going to mention the Popovich thing, and then I'm going to go to Russell Westbrook. I believe you are, were probably, a, unless they somehow sneak into the Playing, I have a prediction that this will be his last year. I think he wanted to get the all-time wins record, and then I think he's going to retire. I might I be wrong. I'm taking a guess, but I think that that's what might happen. Because his, um, his wife passed away, unfortunately. That was it last year or the year before, I believe. I think it was a few years ago, yeah. Yeah. A couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. You know, because for, for a minute there, I was – you know, I kind of look at uh, Greg Popovich's 
maybe sometimes like a like a Barry Sanders. He doesn't seem like he cares about records or anything like that. But then when I saw that he was he was getting close, I was like, yeah, I could see why he's kind of stayed on in the last few years. He has the record now, and I think he'll he'll ride off into the sunset. Probably go up into the into the, into the executive uh, offices and, and and try and find a you know. V Garcia said he's already sold his home in San Antonio, so he's already on the way out. Uh, I, no, again, I didn't. I I don't have any insider. You know, just make it a guess, this. but it's an it's, educated. It's a one. common sense thing. Yeah. Now, and again, congratulations, Pop. I've had my issues with Pop, and it, again, it it, it, it mainly st- it mainly came from the fact that he was. <laughs> So angry at at, at the. E. Garcia the... says he's moving to L.A. to go coach the Lakers. <laughs> well, LeBron loves pop. He, he'll have to beat Phil Jackson to do it. But he's, he's going to look. LeBron loves gonna, pop, but not as his. He's going to have. He's going to look foolish, you know. Only in he, the Olympics. He's going to look foolish because you know all that crying he did about you know the Pau Gasol trade and other things after that. That's really where it really. That's where he really bothered me. I was just like, what are you? You guys tanked for Tim Duncan as if anybody should be – you should be the really? last person to talk. So, anyways, congratulations. Obviously, uh, uh, next to Phil Jackson, you can you can argue uh, that he's been the best coach in, in the NBA the last 30 years. Some might say better, a little bit better or maybe better. You have an argument there. Let's just put it that way. So, now, Russell Westbrook. And if you were following me on game time, I was extremely adamant that when he took, when, when Vogel took Westbrook, I think at the 646 mark, I think if I remember, I said, do not bring him back. Do not bring him back. And he did. And thank you. Uh, (laughs) Russell Westbrook cannot play on this team anymore. It's just not going to work. You can make him the 12th man. You can, Take him down to the G League. This guy does not belong on this team. It is done. It has been played out. Let him go sit. Let him go somewhere. I don't know. There is no other answer, guys. There is nothing else to say. You You saw the best of Russell Westbrook on Wednesday's game against the Rockets. That's the best he's going to be able to give you. That's on offense, though. He's not... It's it's it's. Well, I'm just saying that's the best player. That again, that comes with a caveat of the fact that he can't play defense, and you're going to only get these bursts, these outbursts. Like when was the last time? Was the 30 point second half in Charlotte? That was the last time he's really had a game that's been memorable. That's a play. That's at the level that he once was. That's what you're going to get. That's what once every other month. That is not going to work for any kind of team. Again, and it's a st- this this obsession with stats is just like how we talk about ten and twenty point leads in the NBA. I don't well, it's think just what he does on the floor. You can well, see yeah. it. It's he, the, he, you don't he, even need to go ahead in analytics. The eye test tells you when he blows a layup and the other team scores. You've already given up as Laker Tom and I have talked about four or five point you know swings. Yeah, it's a five. Like, if it's it's, it's, it's usually like a plays, five point swing. Plays, yeah. one after it's another. a five point point swing. Now imagine that it's a a five point swing is a lot. Okay, you're talking about a five point lead and then it being tied. This is the NBA. You're talking about a game of inches. You know, this I mean, is, there was an example. Two of those, and, and you lost the double digit lead. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say one example, and then we're going to get to the good stuff. We're going to keep trying to keep positive. I'm just going to take sure. one example of this: is that when he was leading on the break, he got the ball. He's leading on the break. Austin Reeves is hustling on the right side and was open. And all he had to do was make a simple bounce pass for an easy layup. Instead, he had the man right on him. He tried to take it to the hoop, and you know what happened. He missed the shot. And then, like I said, it led to a four-point switch with the other team, Washington, getting the layup on the other end. So it's the judgment issues and the, the shot selection and the lack of defense it's something right now that is in question going forward, and it just makes LeBron or puts him in the position where he has to do a lot more to make up for what's not getting done with Russell Westbrook. It, it, it's it, again, we're not. I'm not. We're not being negative here anymore. We're, that's we're it. Doing, I just said that's it. Yeah, we're going to go done. be positive from it's, there. This yeah. is a now. Tune it's in, time. Hopefully, it's, hopefully, tune, don't. Tune we know it's not going to happen. Bring him off. We know it's not going to happen. We know they're not going to sit him for the re, for the year. We know that. But the they reality is, off the bench. they might bring him off the bench at some. Point. I I don't, I, I don't know what he's gonna do off the bench. He's 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 an, he infects 
team basketball. It doesn't matter if it's the starters or the guys that are coming off the bench with them. So Frank Vogel and management need to make a, a, a decision here. And again, we're so obsessed with numbers because that's how we've always judged the game, right? When someone scored 50, it was like, wow, uh, or triple-double, wow, or you hit 10 threes, wow. I, I think those days are gone, guys. I was more impressed by LeBron's managing of the game than the 50 points. Matter of fact, I didn't even know he had 44 until I like when he got it. I, like, I wasn't even paying attention. What I was impressed with was – he wasn't making any ridiculous passes. He wasn't – he was making his free throws. Uh, he was playing defense. Heck, that that block, you want to talk about the Westbrook thing, he had that vintage 2016 game seven-type block. block. And then Russell went mighty mouse to the other side and missed the layup and completely ruined the whole sequence. That's exactly it's, what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah it's like, okay um, – it, 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 again, it, it, this is five guys on, on the court. This is not, you know, 22 guys or 11 guys on each side or a baseball team. This is one guy can just obliterate the, the, the whole thing if, if, if that guy's not on, on board with what's going on. So I think that Vogel really needs to figure out what he's going to do there. And my – my, I'm going to say this every time we're on here. He, he has to go. He cannot play with this team anymore. If LeBron is going to play like this, it's even more imperative that he can't be in there. And all, we, all we're going to have to do is say a Hail Mary every day to hope that AD comes back and doesn't get injured. If AD is playing AD and LeBron is going to have enough gas to play in the playoffs, and it looks like he does, there is a Laker Tom chance. There's a chance. I can I can tell Tom, Tom, you were right. Like the dumb and dumber thing where you're telling me there's a chance, right? There, there is a chance. There is so a you're chance. telling me there's a chance. Yep. It, it, and, and that's a legitimate thing. This is not like just hopeful. I'm, well, you know, it, it, when you think about it, here's the, the question's obviously been asked to Frank Vogel as the coach, you know, it says, um, the rumors are that he's been given permission to bench Westbrook if he has to. And that's a change from earlier in the season, obviously, that the coach has been given this permission. And that obviously tells you something about the friction between the front office and the coach. But Frank was asked why he hasn't pulled Russell out of the starting lineup. And, and his answer was basically that he really believed that if the Lakers were going to make a run, in the championship. And if LeBron and AD were going to make that run, that they were going to need Russell to be part of that. And there's a certain element of that that is probably true. If we are going to have a miracle finish to this season, it's pretty hard to imagine it not happening with Russell Westbrook because the problem we have is other than LeBron and AD, and if you move Russ out of the way, the other three starters are the problem of this team because they're not championship quality starters. And that was the price we paid for going with a third superstar that if we could have split that $47 million into three $15 million guys who are real starters legitimately. Or good rotation players, good rotation players. That's yeah, what like, Yeah. Yeah. Sort like, of like, like we, Kyle Kuzma. And well, the problem is, is that every game we go into, we may have the best two players on the court in LeBron and AD but the next five players are whoever the other team is putting out there on the court because the rest of our team is not that good. Now, if you were to get three starters and put them into the lineup, somehow you miraculously do that in the off season, which is the subject of my latest article, then all of a sudden the guys you got coming off the bench are awfully, awfully, awfully good. They're Malik Monk and, and Austin Reeves and Carmelo Anthony and, you know, Stanley Johnson, but if you put them in the starting lineup, uh, man, they're just, they're just, they're part of the uphill battle that we have to go through the entire game because you can't count on them. You can't count on, you know, Taylor Horton Tucker to have 15 or like, or even Reeves to have 12 or, or Monk to have 21 because they're not 20 point per game, regular scores. We need a, we need like a 
couple of 20 and 15 point scorers in their starting lineup that I think Monk can get you 12 to 15, you know, pretty much guaranteed if you give him the shots and the minutes. That's right. that should be, but yeah, 20 points. Yeah, I agree. But, but at the same time, we're too small. Yeah. You know, we I need agree. size. I agree. We need size. We need size. And you saw that at times today when yeah. Kuzma and also Porzingis, you know, had but, you know, Frank, their way Frank, Frank made a very good point. You, you, you just have to respect, despite all my criticism of Frank and his crazy rotations and lineups. The guy knows defense because he made a really good point about this whole size issue. He says the size issue is not the issue. The issue is that we're not helping. Yeah. We're, 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 we're spreading our defense out so far that everybody can get a straight line drive to the basket whenever they want it for us. And we don't have any rim protection because of the size. So the problem is, is that we basically have got to play connected where if the guy on the right and the guy on the left I've got to cheat a little bit so that it's hard for the guy to beat his man on the ball. And we're not playing that type of team defense because a, either our players aren't capable of doing it. And some of them who aren't playing anymore have shown that they're not capable of doing it. Or alternatively, they just can't do it good enough, consistently enough for us to be effective. But what happens with a team is, Defense is basically trust. It's trusting those other guys, the guy that's on your left and the guy on your right to be helping you out if you get beaten. And that allows you to play your very best defense. And if you don't have that trust, if you don't trust those guys to do that, then basically you don't play your best defense and you usually get beaten that way. And this team doesn't look like a team that trusts anybody on the team. They're capable of making great plays like LeBron did with a with the block and so forth. Or... Taylor made a couple of steals that were great plays and so forth, but they just don't believe in it that it's going to make a difference at this point in time in the season. At least that's how it seems to me. Because you see, you see sparks of it, but you don't see a wave of it. And what really carried this win was really LeBron James' greatness, man. I mean, at 37 years again. old, he's doing this stuff. I yeah, mean, well, it's it, it's going to be fun to see. You know, again, I'm. The, now the discussion is LeBron has, you know, you always want to find something to to motivate you. So let me paint this picture. And again, if it doesn't happen, it still doesn't take away from LeBron's career, obviously. He's still an all-time great. And, you know, he's, I, I you know, I, I said he's, he's the Tom Brady of the NBA. I, it looks like he has a lot more left, maybe not five years, but maybe two more, right? But it would be an interesting storyline if AD comes back and stays healthy and effective and the Lakers make a run out of the play-in and, let's say, go all the way. At that point, you could argue without any more hesitation that LeBron has won in the most unorthodox ways for the last three championships. But in the GOAT discussion. In the GOAT discussion, without a doubt. Would be over. Would be over if he was to climb out of this. Even at five. Even at five. And I remember when Kobe won his fifth, I remember saying Kobe had done everything. I didn't look at the Jordan six as much because he had beaten the Celtics. And... What else could Kobe have done? He had done everything at that point. I mean, I would have loved to have seen them win more, but, you know, it, it's different circumstances. Kobe spent his first eight years in the league as not the definite one, right? And the first three years, he was, wasn't was even a starter, or I should say the first two years. And then the third year was a strike season. So LeBron, LeBron had to deal with, you know, being in Cleveland and, you know, all that stuff going on. So you can't over that's why it's hard to compare eras and compare careers. But if LeBron, um, you know, let's talk about it. If LeBron somehow takes them all the way this year. I think is... if LeBron even got to the conference finals. If LeBron gets to the conference finals, <laughs> Frank Vogel may have a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're 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 right. But I, I, I mean, actually think I actually think if they're going to go that far, I don't see them losing, <laughs> barring an injury. 
Because they will have already beaten the number one. Yeah, team. yeah. I don't they're see gonna them. Yeah. them. They're going to face the Suns in the first round. Yeah. They again. It's it, it, it something to Chris Paul would have to happen in that series to probably really give him a shot. But again, if we're going to be Laker Tom optimistic, which again, I I I, I want to be optimistic. I love being optimistic. Then you got to go ahead and put those purple and gold shades on, <laughs> like Laker Tom does all the time. Right there. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Indeed. But it is, once again, the Lakers victorious with a very strong second-half performance, 122-109. to 109. The Lakers now said, I guess, what, two-and-a-half games ahead of New Orleans. They're still in ninth place. They're still four-and-a-half games behind the, the Los Angeles Clippers, but they are 29-37. and 37. Their next game, coincidentally, is against the Phoenix Suns on Sunday night, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be on ESPN, so just giving everybody a heads up there. I do want to give an acknowledgement to everybody in the chat room on Facebook. We truly appreciate it. Adokwe, can't not thank you enough for going ahead and being on the chat board on Facebook. Thank you so much for everybody watching on all the tremendous Facebook Laker groups that we've been a part of and that we just joined over the past few days. Big shout out once again to all of our YouTube followers and YouTube viewers, including Alan and Terrell, who commented on the last YouTube video that we posted. So Thank you so much. Terrell's been a great viewer. I know him now for, for at least a couple months now. So great to have him aboard watching every time out on the YouTube channel. V Garcia saying Pootie once again. My gosh, it seems like old time once what again. What is Pootie? It's an old joke from the past as far yeah. as I'm concerned. I know a Pooter. Oh, no, this Pootie. Pootie. Yeah, this is, uh, I know the nickname was Pooter. Yeah, last time V Garcia was around for a stretch, Pootie was a kind of a nickname that we all uh, brought up Pootie there. Tang? But- uh, kind of like that, but we'll leave it at that. But once again, the Lakers do win one twenty-two to one hundred nine. You got to put another G in your in your name here, Gerald. No, no, I got enough G. G. I've got enough G's in my name already. You don't want to do any PG thirteen at least? Come on, man. No, no, I've got enough G's already. <laughs> Only if you paid me a lot of money. But the Lakers do win one twenty-two to one hundred nine. I want to make sure everybody knows and gets a chance this weekend to go ahead and check out the Lakerholics.com page where. Laker Tom just put up his latest article. The Lakers get second chance to do what they should have done last summer. I love the fact that WordPress does not allow you to finish the sentences in complete form, like missing a letter or missing something like that. The grammar on it. It's not, it's intentional that he misses the grammar on that, by the way. But please go ahead and check no, out that article. Make it fit in two lines. Yeah, I know. It's WordPress thing. I know. Believe me. I Trust me. I got WordPress on the pop culture site as well. So it's a pain <laughs> in the butt. But before we head on out, guys, I'll give you one last chopstick before we go ahead and head on out. Once again, thanks so much for everybody watching and listening. But Laker Tom, you want to talk about the article, upcoming game against Phoenix, Greg Popovich, or the Lakers game tonight. Tell us what um, you want before we I head on talk out. About the game on, I want to talk about the game on Sunday. You know, every time after the Lakers have a bad game, we expect them to come back and have a great game. And every time the Lakers have a great game, well, we've learned that they're going to come back and have a bad game. And so they're all going to alternate this type of thing because that's what a team that's, you know, not what eight games below 500 is. At any rate, I I think that the Lakers, assuming that LeBron is healthy and doesn't take the game off, I think the Lakers are going to come out and play one of their best games of the year on Sunday. I think it's going to be a very close game, and I think we have a chance to win the game. And if we can win that game, I think that that's going to really help a lot for the confidence of the team because they they need something to they need something to get the bad taste out of their mouth for how this season has gone from every injury to the losses to the the close games and so forth. So. Um, I'm really going to go out on a limb, and I think that the Lakers are going to have an upset on Sunday and take down the Phoenix Suns. They, they, <clears throat> I, I'd agree with it if uh, Westbrook's not playing. Well, I think that you saw one thing. You saw one thing tonight, which I thought was really good. That Frank Vogel didn't hesitate when he took him out. I knew he wasn't coming back in the game either. You know, and he went the rest of the way with the guys who played the game and won the game. He was awful again tonight. Well, he missed, you know, when you talked Here about these four, four or five point turnarounds, he, there were four of those four missed layups that I, I can't remember a, a player of his magnitude dropping off small hands this bad. That's the problem. It's small. Well, I remember hands we talked about, well, Laker Tom and I before last year 
and THT, we thought THT getting to that next level, one of the things he had to do was finish the concentration, you know, finishing the, to the basket. One of the things that we were always seeing was that, you know, it was like a 50-50 shot for him because he was did not concentrate enough finishing to the basket. This is something I've seen improvement on, not to the level I would like, but he's still like games today where he just performed a lot better finishing at the basket. He's concentrating a lot better, and you're seeing the results of that, that he's more effective out there. In the, but and again, when it comes to Westbrook, it's just a matter of, again, small. you could say small hands, lack of concentration, focus when he's up there. Just something's just not there. Or, again, he may not be the player he once was, which well, what's, thinking, to me, that's the case. What's also bad is, you know, the Wizards are a terrible team, too. Uh, yeah. And the fact that he couldn't take advantage of that, he took advantage of it against Houston. But the problem even there is, no, he still dropped the Wizards do have the Wizards do have rim protection. Yes, that, they do have some height because they but got again, or Porzingis in there. They were but, the taller today. Russell, that makes but you Russell saw speed his shot up. He hurries you, his shot. You see, with Porzingis, he cannot sustain. He can't sustain his his skill set for forty eight minutes. You saw Reeves scare him at the end there. It's again, I, I really feel bad for for. For, for Porzingis because he would be a phenomenal he would be in New York, a perennial all-star did you, see, did you see the workout that he had right before the draft yes that he was actually minute workout where he made like everything but like three shots that took place like about 20 minutes well, straight Laker Tom that took place about 25 minutes away from where I'm at now it's on well, the that was, that was one of the best the that was the best that was the greatest exhibition of jump shooting that I have ever seen in he my can life. Play. <laughs> he can play. The problem is he might have actually been better. He would have and been he more was great. Eff- he was an all-star in New York. He, he might have been he might have been more effective in the 2000s where that bridge was yeah. between the old way of things and then the yeah. whole, the big man that could shoot. But now the athleticism from from top to bottom in all in all the entire league, you just have even he though they're not superstars, it's just you have phenomenal athletes that can get to the hoop and shoot, and it's 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 hard for him to 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 keep up with that back and forth, back and forth. Well, especially uh, unless, when you get injured and when when you get nicked and and you you've got these constant injuries that he's had. Yeah, um, it's tough to be it's tough to be big and that be that big and take the hits that those guys take. You know, I. <laughs> You know, I saw a stat yesterday. I, I, I you know, we're, we're talking about health and all that, so I figured it'd be a good, good kind of ending to it. The I was watching the a little bit of clips of the 1992 semi, it was a semifinals uh, with the Bulls and Knicks, where the Knicks took the Bulls to seven. Bulls ended up obviously winning in seven in in Chicago, but I I, I just happened to look at the top eight players on the Knicks that year? Because I always said that that was the best Knicks team that I saw in the mm-hmm. 90s, right? Yep. All eight played 82 games except one, which was Mark Jackson. He played 81. Hmm. All played 82. Patrick, Xavier McDaniel. Uh, uh, who else was it? Who else was there? Uh, Charles Oakley, uh, the, the whole like Anthony Mason, the Anthony whole Mason. Yards. They played 82 games, except one guy played 81. And I was like, Was wow. Charlie Ward there at that time? I was, I know, there's not Ward eight was, guys in the league. Today. No, Charlie Ward came the following year. There's not eight guys in the league today who played 82. No, right? No, no, there were like five of them have played all of the games, I think. And, and the thing is, I'm trying to understand, like, okay. Wouldn't you think that technology and health and medicine, you'd think, wouldn't they be pl- more likely to play 82 now? Yeah, well, the like, guys are bigger now. The are they bigger is- than Anthony Mason? Have you, have you ever stood next to well, I stood next to them. They're more athletic. They're playing a different kind of game. They're playing a game way above the rim. But, Tom, I mean, the travel was much rougher then. Yeah. But See, basketball, I basketball I is the, the one – I think yeah. it's the quality of athleticism that the physicality and athleticism that you face today. Maybe the spring, maybe the the ligaments are are, are there's more pressure. Maybe yeah. they're, 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 they're they're springing up more than ever before. Maybe that's what it everybody's. Is. You know, they, those guys were then, some of those old, old the, guys were part time shoot. They had part time jobs, but didn't didn't they? they had day jobs, you know. Doesn't, but but they <laughs> but you take away something and then you put something in. You would think that because they were beating the living 
bejesus yeah. out of each you other. You think then. it'd be a lot easier to play 82 today than it was back then with the modern It has to be. I modern just think, training and I think we're soft chefs and personal, yeah. you know. No, I think we're a softer in general, not just sports. We're a softer people now. And we've, we've, we've just kind of accepted the fact that we're trying to preserve ourselves for whatever reason, <laughs> because again, they were beating the living, you know, they were beating the living crap out of each other then. So where does it even out? Cause basketball players, that's the one sport I I've noticed, you know, they're still six, nine, then they're still six, nine. Now they're still six, six, then they're still six, six, you know, like, and the, you can't really be big in the NBA, if you want to maintain your speed and your, your vertical, oh, you got to have the other things as well as being big. Yeah. I'm going to be optimistic with Tom on Sunday. Is Chris Paul going to play or is uh, he out still? I don't think he's going to play. I, I okay. think he's still out. Okay. I think, I think they're going to be very careful with him. There's a chance they beat that. They have a chance to beat them. If LeBron comes and drops 35 and goes eight for eight at the free throw line and doesn't 40, in the team, 40, 40, and doesn't drop, uh, you know, again, plays fundamental basketball, doesn't make rookie mistakes. If he does that, there's a huge chance. And at the same time, Vogel has to really, really stick to his guns with Westbrook. If he wants, he's got to really, like, if, if Westbrook starts doing these two got to make the lead shorter. Yeah, the two-minute drops where he's just destroying everything on the team. Tighten he's got to pull them out. One yeah. for five, you're out. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I would say even when he misses a layup and the other team scores back-to-back points, pull him out. Pull him out, sit him down, and then maybe bring him well, back I in the second you, half. It'd make him think harder on the next layup, wouldn't it? Again, I think I think Westbrook is toast mentally, too. I think he's, he's burnt out anyways. That's why it's never going to work. I think that should be it. I think that would be something that I would do. I would sit him down and say, look, Russ, you're burnt, dude. You can't you, – I could put you in there for 48 minutes, and you're, you're not even making – He's not even making like stupid passes all game long. It's just he's not doing anything. He's not. He's not nine being assists, normal. Though. He had nine assists in his defense, but again, with shooting like that, he had nine so, assists, just three, one turnover, I think. No zero, zero turnovers. Zero turnovers. Yeah, but boy, I missed out of those out of those, out of the two out of eleven out of the nine missed shots. I know that at least four of them were layups. You're right. No, he did have one, right. one it's turnover. It's too one devastating. One it's too devastating yeah, it's a to your morale, to your team morale and your chemistry. It's like Shaq. To have that happen. Oh, I agree. It's, it's, I'm, I agree. I agree. Like shooting your foot. It's the opposite of what Shaq used to do. And you accidentally tackle him, your own it, player. It's two points, right? It's two points. Well, it's right? five points. But really, it was. it's the opposite of what Shaq used to do. Shaq used to dunk on Antonio Davis and Dale Davis, guys that would be, if they walked anywhere on the planet, would own wherever they are. But that was the one place they didn't own Jack Kraft because Shaq made him inferior, right? So when he would dunk on them, it was two points on the board, but to their livelihood and their image and their feelings, it was like 10 points. With Russ, when he misses a two-point layup, it turns into a seven-point turnaround. And that cannot happen in a team that cannot afford any mistakes. You know, I saw, LeBron, I saw LeBron ducking his head after that. After of course that he did. That's, he he's, he's a human being. <laughs> that he is indeed. But he did score 50 tonight and led the Lakers to a 122-109 to 109 victory. B. Garcia gets one of the final shots in. They didn't have to run around as much back then since there was no illegal defense. The IQ of going back and forth on help defense wasn't there in the 1990s. So he's also reasoning on that as well. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Another great performance again for the LeBron James. He, he just tremendous 50 points. Can he do it again? 
can he do it in a Sunday primetime well, performance? Two, two out of every three games is good enough for me. Okay. Well, fair enough. This better be the, the one of those games because we will need him going into Phoenix. 6 p.m. Sunday night Pacific time on ESPN. And after that game, we will be here. We will be back talking about that game against the Phoenix Suns, which both Laker Tom and Joe Soro are both expecting a victory. They've already predicted a victory. They both I got wouldn't say victory. predicted. I'm just saying I'm with Tom. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you, predicted. He, predicted. He's, he's already predicting victories. Predicted so he got, victory. He got you in there. He, he already well, you, pulled you, you in, Joe. He already pulled you in. You, you, you have to go into every game thinking you're going to win. It's uh, That's what winners do. Yeah. There you go. This that's is a big game. This is a statement game. This is a game where the Lakers announce to the rest of the league what's going to happen with the rest of the season as far as the Lakers are concerned. And we'll make sure that we cover it. First round matchup. First round matchup. We're going to see it on Sunday. First round matchup indeed. But we'll check it out. Once again, if you have any questions for us at Lakers Fast Break or Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com, he's at Joe Sorrel 5 because there are four other Joe Sorrels out there in Twitter land. You can go ahead and contact Joe Sorrel at Joe Sorrel 5, or you can check him out at LakersBall.com at Ox1947. Yes, like five star review. Please go ahead, Joe Sorrel 5. If you have any questions for Laker Can't Tom, see me. there you go, John Cena indeed. But Laker Tom, he's available at Laker Tom on Twitter or be part triple of the G, man. You know everything. No, it can't be triple G. I don't have three G's in my name. Just call me the G man. I told you. I gave it to you. Your your middle name is Genius. You know no, everything. Well, uh, well, okay. I mean, I, well, the best nicknames is when someone gives. Genius it to you, is maybe not the greatest word to be called right now because you know somebody else is calling somebody else a genius, but we won't go there. But again, it is the Lakers one twenty two to one oh nine. Laker Tom. Again, what are you talking about? I'm not going to say anything, but Laker Tom did have a great article. Lakers get second chance to do what they should have done last summer. That's available now at Lakerholics.com. Please be proud of the conversations today at Lakerholics.com and Lakersball.com. But once again, the Lakers win 122 to 109. We'll be back after what Laker Tom and maybe even Joe Sorrell calling a Lakers victory on Sunday night against the Phoenix Suns. Will they be right? We'll find out and we'll talk about it after the game on Sunday night. Thanks so much for watching and listening wherever you're catching us right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.